0: Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay on Thursday, May the 6th. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Our top story is that detectives investigating the murder of Kent PCSO Julia James say they still don't know why she was killed. The 53-year-old was out walking her dog Toby in Snowdown near Aylesham when she was attacked nine days ago. Police say they've had more than 700 pieces of information to help with their inquiry and that solving the case is their number one priority. Well, Assistant Chief Constable Tom Richards held a press conference late yesterday afternoon. Here's what he had to say.
1: As you know, my officers are investigating the murder of PCSO Julia James. If I could just start off by once again expressing uh, my huge regret and sympathy for the event. Um, my thoughts and feelings uh, go out to the family um, and uh, um, her um, colleagues. Uh, this is a, an awful, tragic incident that we are investigating. Um, Julia was murdered on the edge of Ackholt Wood eight days ago, on Tuesday of last week, and we've been investigating relentlessly since then. Uh, today, we have released um, a photograph um, of Julia wearing the clothes that she was wearing when she was murdered. You'll see some dark-coloured, Wellington-style boots, some blue jeans and a light-coloured blue waterproof coat with a hood. You'll also see her dog, Toby, who was with her at the time she was murdered. I'm hoping that these images will spark a memory in someone, or help someone recall what they saw that could be of her assistance to the investigation. I would like to thank uh, particularly the local residents of Snowdown and Aylsham. They've been massively supportive and patient with the investigation. They've provided over 700 pieces of information to the investigation team. That is so important. It's helping us to piece together everything that happened at that time. I would again appeal for anybody who has any information, any recollection anybody who was in that location on Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday last week in the area of the woods and fields to the south of Aylesham. Thank you.
0: As I mentioned, they still don't have a suspect or an idea of a motive. The ACC was asked about that.
1: I do not know the motive of this attack. Um, I do not know um, if it's somebody she knew I do not know if it's a stranger attack. Of course, that possibility is particularly frightening uh, to local residents. I don't know, um, therefore, if it's someone who's regularly in the area, they're, therefore, increasing it to a three-day period. But we're genuinely interested in any information if anybody um, has got any concerns any suspicions we really want to hear about it we'll be calling house to house um, in elsham that process has already started it's really important that we give people an opportunity uh, to provide any information and of course raise any concerns with us
0: he was also questioned about a search taking place in nearby women's world
1: well we're searching a number of locations um as you're clearly um aware We're trying to establish the route that the offender approached the location where Julia was murdered and, of course, the route, if different, uh, that the offender left that location. Uh, So we're considering uh, a wide range of of locations uh, in the hope that it gives us that crucial piece of evidence.
0: You can see pictures from that search and, indeed, the new picture of Julia that was released yesterday, along with the area police are particularly interested in, at kentonline.co.uk. Kent Online News. The mum of an 18-year-old who died after losing control of his bike and crashing into a car in Maidstone says she doesn't blame the driver. Oliver Waller passed away in hospital after the collision on New Year's Day. An inquest has heard how he wasn't wearing a helmet when he went through a red light and hit a Volvo at the junction between Cranbourne Avenue and Lewes Road. A man who stubbed another man in the stomach with a broken bottle at a pub in Ashford has been jailed. Kieran O'Sullivan lashed out at the victim at the George Hotel in May 2018. The 27-year-old from Eastway in Willsborough has been locked up for eight and a half years. Arriva staff are being encouraged to strike after the bus firm announced its plan to close one of its Kent depots. The company says it's looking to shut the Sheerness hub and scrap its island-only routes this summer, putting 34 jobs at risk. Chalkwell has since agreed to replace two services. Unite Union, which represents bus drivers, is calling for the decision to be reversed and is considering taking industrial action. Two people remain in a serious condition at a London hospital today following a huge explosion in Ashford. A total of seven were left injured and a house was destroyed following the blast on Millview in Willsborough on Tuesday. Investigations are continuing to work out how it happened and more than £7,500 has been raised to help those who've been affected. One of Kent's mass coronavirus vaccine centres is going to start giving out first doses again next week. The former Saga call centre in Ramsgate has only been used for people having their second jab since the 1st of April due to a national shortage of vaccine supplies. Over 40s can now make an appointment. Meantime, the partner of a Ramsgate man who spent more than 100 days in intensive care with covid has told the Kent Online podcast how she wears one of his T-shirts every day to feel close to him. Alan Finch was admitted to the QEQM hospital in Margate in January and spent two months in a coma. His family were twice told to come and say goodbye. Well, I've been speaking to Claire about Alan's battle and how she's also drawn strength from a TV presenter. Well firstly Claire thanks ever so much for for chatting to us I guess the first thing we have to ask is how are you but also how is Alan can you give us an update? Uh, When I spoke to the nurses
2: first thing this morning he'd had a good night Um, well he'd woken up been awake since about 4am and his temperature's been okay because he had a bit of a high temperature yesterday which they worry about but yeah it's been okay but yeah he's fighting he's doing good the rehab's going really well at the moment and we we saw his I saw his um doctor and they said he's doing really well really really well I can't thank the NHS enough amazing people
0: I mean that's absolutely fantastic news just take us back if you don't mind to January when he first went into hospital Mm, yeah you couldn't have possibly imagined that he would have spent such a long time in intensive care I mean we'd heard all the stories haven't we about COVID yeah you know pretty much almost a year into the pandemic what was it like back in January at that time well we both got it
2: um and with me I was like just like a cold and he just got worse and worse and yeah um in the end I called an ambulance I phoned 111 and then I uh, twice the first time was a bit like yeah he'll be fine and then the second time I phoned up and they took him away in an ambulance and then the second day they put him in a coma
0: and he's passed a very unenviable milestone really of a of hundred days in intensive care I mean that just yeah. shows the skill of the the medical teams doesn't it uh, and yeah. what they're able to do but you were able to see him weren't you yeah yeah
2: for an hour yeah each day
0: so can you tell us about that what what's it like to be able to go in now and see him
2: absolutely fantastic brilliant like his mum does and his brother does and obviously coco has as well
0: this, this is girl. coco the
2: dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no it, it's nice yeah, because there's so many things that have happened that he doesn't know about. So, you, I don't know, you just talk about him, about, you know. Yeah, it's nice. I like talking about the future as well.
0: Absolutely. I'm sure you are feeling much more positive now, aren't you, about the the way forward, because there were some very dark times.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's all about what's happening, you know, in the future, because we wanted to go to um, on Route 66, and we booked it, obviously we've had to change that to the next probably the next couple of years to go but we're definitely going to do it
0: absolutely well that's something amazing to look forward to I was reading press release that the hospital sent out um and a really lovely part that you've been wearing one of Alan's t-shirts um just so that ah you've got one on today that's fantastic when did you decide to do that
2: right from the first day that he went every day I have I don't know it just makes me feel a Bit closer to him,
0: and I believe as well because we've seen a lot on on television, obviously, about Kate Garraway and her husband Derek, who spent an awful yeah. long time yeah. in hospital. He got very yeah. the very start of the pandemic. What's it been like listening to to her journey?
2: Yeah, it's been helpful. Some of how she's feeling, I can relate to, and things like that. And yeah, because it, it's hard. It is hard to how you feel in you know inside and. She must be feeling sort of had the same things as me, things like that.
0: How would you describe <laughs> Alan and kind of his mentality throughout this whole thing to get better?
2: He has been so, so positive. He is a really positive person. Uh, I'm so, so proud of him. I couldn't, you know, I. but yeah, he is so positive, you know still sort of when you go and see him he still sort of makes jokes and we make jokes and things like that like he says oh I'm 8 years old inside really but he is just the kindest person
0: A remarkable story we do wish Alan and Claire all the very best and one final bit of Covid news today you might be interested in several travel firms say they're unhappy at the amount of coronavirus testing that'll be needed once holidays abroad are allowed again. The bosses of BA, Jet2, EasyJet Heathrow and Manchester Airport Group say making vaccinated travellers have an expensive PCR check is illogical. The World Health Organization warns that we should know the risk level of any country we're going to. Kent Online reports. A reminder to take your own pen or pencil with you if you're going to vote in Kent today. It's all because of coronavirus and social distancing and other safety measures are in force at polling stations too. 81 council seats are up for grabs in Kent. You're also voting for who you want to be the county's police and crime commissioner. We'll be bringing you the results on Kent Online as they come in tomorrow. The count for the police commissioner election happens on Monday. A mum from Dartford is blaming the air pollution in the town for her son's breathing difficulties, which left him on life support. Amanda Cook from the Dartford Clean Air Campaign has now launched a petition calling for the air quality to be monitored more closely. It comes after new data shows pollution in parts of the town is said to be worse than Paris, Madrid and Rome. Amanda's been speaking to our colleagues at KMTV. He was taken into hospital. Um, in Dart Valley, initially, with
3: respiratory illness. Um, there's nothing unusual about that, but the acuteness and the severity of it meant that he had to go on to life support in London. Um, he had collapsed lung by that point, pneumonia had developed further and further. And it was on talking to one of the consultants in the London hospital when she mentioned that actually the severity and the number of cases that they get are higher from areas of high pollution and suddenly it clicked in darford we often have children adults go to the doctors and they will say you know they've developed asthma copd we've all got friends and family that are ill with respiratory illnesses and very often it's just put down oh well, you know it's, it's just asthma it's just that it's not taken seriously enough this kills lives who reckon that it causes seven million deaths every year and it needs to be taken seriously i mean uh, having a look at some of the stats they're saying that, that breathing in dark air could be equivalent to, to smoking 144 cigarettes a year that's that's quite an awful stat that really isn't it it really is it really is and and you know something like that should be a choice and for the people here it's not a choice we have to breathe in toxic air every day obviously recently the, the coroner said that the the recent death of the young girl in Lewisham was was due to to poor air quality. Uh, um, Is that something that you think we could see more of here in Dartford? You know, thoughts go to her family, it's just absolutely awful. Unfortunately it's not that rare, it it is more common and very often it's just not acknowledged. There are deaths in Dartford, there are deaths in Kent and they are not acknowledged, they're not given the recognition of air pollution. What do you want to see happen? I want to see immediately PM 2.5 monitored accurately so that we can take the appropriate action. In Dartford we are over the WHO guidelines of 10 milligrams Um, there is no safe amount of pollution that you can put in your body but when we're over guidelines that's really not good it means more and more people are going to be suffering, more and more people are going to be ill, especially after having um, a serious pandemic where people are already struggling with respiratory illnesses This is only going to get
0: more serious. It looks like you're still going to have to book to take rubbish to the tip, even after coronavirus restrictions are relaxed next month. The county council are planning to keep the system in place, but they want to make it more flexible so you can arrange a same-day slot if you need to. Margate artist Tracy Emmons says she's happy to be alive after having surgery to remove an aggressive form of bladder cancer. The 57-year-old, who's known for pieces like My Bed, which was nominated for the Turner Prize, had to have many of her reproductive organs removed and is now in remission. And a video has been released to support Medway's bid to become the UK City of Culture in 2025.
2: Causeways, alleyways, gangways, passageways, archways, waterways, stairways, takeaways, from vast skies and rows of terraces to the peninsula, towns and villages. Musicians, artists, sculptors, writers, photographers, dancers, printmakers, fashion designers. Medway has always inspired.
0: It highlights the creativity and diversity in the towns and features locations including Chatham's historic dockyard. Medway is looking to follow in the footsteps of Derry, Londonderry, Coventry and Hull in gaining the title. The competition will be officially announced later this year and it's thought Southampton, Bradford and Lancashire will also be in the running. You can watch the video in full at Kent Online.
2: Kent Online Sport.
0: Ball and the Dover manager has announced which players he plans to keep for next season. Andy Hesenthal has decided to get rid of 15 members of the squad ahead of the side going part-time. Contract extensions have been offered to Josh Beckson, TJ Bramble and Marshall Ratton, while new deals have been made available to Sam Wood and Travis Gregory. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can keep up to date with breaking news at kentonline.co.uk and via our social media. Just search for us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.